Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, suit on, looking like a trap dog, giving a move like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands Everybody, you are listening to the voice. Oh, come on now, Digley, one and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. 
Thank God for it all the time, too. Well, here we go. Today, I want to share something with you that'll help you because it's helped me. You know, I was uh, telling the story once that uh, in this magazine called Rob Report that there was a statue I used to see for years. I started buying Rob Report magazines um, years ago. So I just wanted to see what affluent people did, you know, just wanted to see what people with means did, what type of investments they did, what they bought, you know, where they traveled to. The Rob Report is just like a, it's like a big boy toy magazine. You can see what cars is out. You know, I didn't have money for none of it. Just, I was dreaming though, you know, I just wanted to see. And um, there was a statue inside this magazine of this man who was coming out of this bronze rock and he was completely bronze and he was muscular and, you know, he didn't look nothing like me, but he was a man coming up out of a rock and he had a huge hammer and a chisel in his hand. And as his body from the waist up was coming out of this huge piece of stone, you could see where it was him who had been chiseling and forming himself. So the name of the statue was self-made man. And for years, man, I said, man, I'm going to get a big house one day and I'm going to put that statue in the backyard in the corner. That's going to be my little spot where I go chill because I'm a self-made man. Well, after years of working at becoming somebody and having reached a, a degree of success, I, have, I would have nothing to do with that statue. There's nothing about that statue that appeals to me anymore because on my journey and in my quest to become what I thought would be this self-made man where I could put this statue and had a statue in the corner be kind of cold symbolizing it. I had made it. I realized on my journey, there's no such thing as a self-made man that we all need help and that God places people in our paths along the way that benefit us oftentimes. And it's the most unlikely person oftentimes. And it's the most unlikely way that he presents these people in front of you. It's crazy how he does it, man. And so this is a statue now that I look at and I go, I see what the creator was saying and that's cool, but not, not for me because I, I needed help. And I've learned a lot of things like this along the way. And the part I wanted to share with you all about this is you've got to develop. You've got to develop a sense of purpose. You have to develop a sense of purpose. That's different. See, your purpose is created for you by God because when he created you as an individual from whatever two parents you may have, that's not important here. When he created you, he had something in mind for you. And it was a purpose. God has not created a single soul to become a criminal. God has never created a, a single soul to be a drug dealer. This came about through some decisions we made as sinners, and we stayed in that place. But see, when he created us, he has a wonderful idea for us. But God gives us human beings this thing called choice, and we have the power to decide. 
So you can decide if you're going to adhere to the purpose that God created you and made you for, or you can go ahead and make some choices on your own. So like if God wanted to give you a life and give it come to you and give you life more abundantly, and that's his promise, if you come to him, if you choose him, then cool. But if you say, well, this ain't moving along fast enough, I'm going to get my own life of abundance. I'm going to start slanging. Well, guess what now? <laughs> Ta-da. You've made a decision. And see, God's decisions and choices, the one thing I learned about them, God's decisions, choices, his voice, it has no sin in it. Ain't it amazing how many people that came up to you and said, the Lord wanted me to do this to you and I'm doing it and that God is punishing you and I'm doing this to you because God going to see that you get your day. Who Who is this person? Who is this person that God all of a sudden gave this authority and power to? God didn't get that to nobody, man. Nobody. This person don't have a right to hold you to your past, the right to make you pay. So who makes them pay when they make mistakes? Because they all make them. So when I say you have to have a sense of, you have to develop a strong sense of purpose, that means you have to strongly get in touch with your creator to find out what the purpose you were created for. See, it's, it's, it's two things that I had to learn along the way. My career was what I was paid for. My calling is what I was made for. See, it's two different things, folks. It took me a long time to learn it. Some people think that they calling is to be a performer. Well, that's what you paid for. And a big part of your life is your performance that's tied directly to your gift. But what you made for, though, what you made for is to bring about some significant change in another human being's lives because we are all linked together in this chain. That's what you are here for. Everybody has a purpose to do something wonderful, meaningful, or impactful for another person. You think the guy that invented the airplane was merely inventing the airplane so he could fly? No, his purpose was to become an inventor, to come up with this invention so he could fly, and we all fly. See, sometimes God will make you successful so you can become successful, so you can turn around and teach other people how to become successful. God saved people so you can turn around and tell other people how wonderful it is to be saved. You see how this thing works? That's what we have to do as people. And there's nothing that we have to go and discover. We have to go and develop it. But if you haven't discovered your purpose, it's simply because, here's it, if you haven't discovered your purpose, it's simply because you have not contacted the creator and maker of your soul to ask and find out why you were created. It's as simple as that. If you buy a Toyota, there's an owner's manual on the inside that will tell you everything you know, how to best operate your Toyota, how to make it work, how, how what to do. They got a troubleshooting section. Your faith is the same thing as an owner's manual in your car. Open up that book, man. Find out how to jumpstart your life, how to troubleshoot it and get on with your life and find out your purpose and develop a strong sense of purpose. All right. Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. 
I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies, gentlemen, truck drivers, bosses, wannabes, people in construction, bridge workers, School crossing guards. You know, man, I had a school crossing guard one time. I never met a person more evil. Why are you a hateful person leading the kids across the street? All of us felt endangered every time she put the stop sign up because I felt like she was trying to kill us. I really did, man. She was an evil crossing guard. Cars be coming. She wait to the last minute and throw that sign out. You hear, Everybody in the crosswalk started crying and running. I was just, I don't know why I thought of that just now, but that's how my mind was. Just thought I'd let y'all in there. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. Be grateful today, y'all. Had a long conversation with God. Really spent some time thanking him this morning. Do the same thing. Just take a couple of minutes, man, out your day. Close your eyes. You ain't got to. Just thank him. You can do that with your eyes open. I ain't telling tell you how to do it. I'm just asking you to do it. That's all. Here we go. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi, Monica Jr., uh, better known as KLS, which stands for Kill Lawan Spates. It's the Lawan for me. <laughs> Kier, I didn't get that at first. I don't know. That's hey, when black people from? started naming their kids Spanish names. Kier. I don't know where that came from. That is not black, though. Killer, but Lawando? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They made up for Kier. And the legend that is Nephew Tommy Jr. Yeah, Unc. Let me, let me ask you this, Unc. You know, my family decided this year we're going to do that gift exchange. Have you done that before with your family when you do the gift exchange? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I, I know. I I saw who pulled my name. I know my gift ain't finna be nothing. Because my <laughs> uncle pulled my name, and yeah. he missing the tooth. So I know I ain't finna get nothing. <laughs> the one in the front. Right. Yeah, see, if he don't care about himself, I know damn well he ain't finna care about my gift. I know that. Well, <laughs> if you won't buy a tooth, <laughs> I can promise you your gift ain't going to be worth a damn. Because, first of all, he don't see nothing wrong. Yeah. When a person is shopping for you that don't see nothing wrong, the tooth in the front of your head is missing. Yeah. Dog, and what I got to do, pop bottles, copper, wire. You know, I go work down at the trap house for a couple days. I'm got to get some money for this tooth. 
It's no way, dog. I'm down at the grocery store. I'm bagging groceries. I'm doing yeah. whatever I got to do. I got to get some money for this tooth. Yeah. yeah. But your uncle just sat there for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, missing. Go. So, yeah, man, your gift ain't going to be nothing. Yeah, I promise you this gift coming out a uh, dollar store. I know it is. Well, you should buy him a tooth. Buy him a tooth, dog. I didn't pull his name. I didn't pull oh, him. okay. <laughs> Anybody buying no tooth? What'd you say, Tommy? Oh, okay. You yeah. pull his name to help him? Yeah, I mean, you know. You pulled. <laughs> now, I'll buy him a toothbrush. Tooth hey, Junior, I'll buy him a toothbrush and cut half the bristles off. <laughs> That's so mean. That's evil. Evil. All right. Yeah. Yeah. He can keep them brushes concentrated where they be because you don't want your brushes hitting that gum. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we will hear from from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Job offer. Everybody looking for one? You never know. Cat dog, let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a William, uh, William, please. Yes, this is William. Hi, William. My name is Daniel. I'm with employment agency. Oh, yes. How's it going? Okay. Pretty good. You you actually came in a couple of weeks and filled out some forms. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I did. You're, you're, you're seeking employment, correct? Yes, sir. I am. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, I got a few things here I'd like to go over. If you don't, if you have the time, I'd like to uh, get a couple of questions from you. I think I, I actually have something I could send you out on on Monday if you actually fit the criteria. Okay? Oh, okay. Well, hold on one second. Let me grab a pen real fast. Hold on. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm ready. All right. Are you used to physical labor at all? Yes, yes I am. Okay, so that's not a problem health-wise or physical. You're, you're you're able to handle that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay. Uh, about how tall are you, William? Um, about five eight. Five eight. Okay. And um, how much do you weigh? About one fifty. One fifty. Okay. All right. Let's do this now. Um, have you done any singing at all? Uh, not not. I can sing a little bit. Not. You know, I'm not a singer singer, but you know, I could I could I could blow a little bit. But not a, not not professionally, but you know. Right, right, but you're you're pretty good at, at holding a note at least though, right? Yeah, I can I can hold a note, uh huh. Okay. Not bad, not bad at all. Are you good working out in the heat? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, at this point man, I'm I'm willing to take anything, yeah. I'm I'm cool with that. Okay. How long you been out of work? Ah, uh, man, for about a good about a year and a half now. Okay. Well, man, we're going to try to fix that for you. I know uh, with the way the economy is, you know, I, I know how people can be out of work and not be able to find what they're looking for. But I, I think we've got something up our alley. Now, let me ask you this question. Are, are you good working barefooted? Barefooted? Yeah, without without shoes on at all. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, the, I guess if the job requires it, then, I mean, yeah, I can do that. Okay. Now, we're going to start Monday morning Right at sunrise. So we're talking about 5.36 o'clock here. We're going to need you uh, to report to the field to actually get ready, okay? What kind of job is this? I mean... Uh, uh, what you're going to be doing, William, is you're going to... What you're going to be doing is actually picking cotton. And we want you to do it barefooted, and we, we'd like for you to actually sing uh, while you're doing it. <laughs> man, you got to be kidding me, man. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. The job pays... Uh, Ten bucks an hour, you know. We're gonna get you some good hours out wait, there. I know wait, it's gonna wait, be. A... Wait a minute, wait a minute, man. Uh, 
I mean, with all due respect, man, I mean, that, I mean, you're talking about picking cotton and bare feet and, and $10 an hour, man. I don't, well, you're, I mean, you're gonna kind of, don't, kind of don't, don't forget, I, I, I do need you singing. It's going to be a, do you know any Negro spirituals? No, I don't. And I don't, I don't, I don't think, uh, <laughs> who is this again? Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm Daniel. I'm one of the uh, employees here. I work at employment agency. You know, I pulled up your file and, and saw how long you've been out of work. And, you know, I, I've got something that I think you'll be perfect for. Okay, but what, I mean, what is this job really about? I mean, you talk, you're talking about picking cotton. Well, you, you know, basically and, it's kind of like a, you're getting paid, you know, the 10 bucks an hour. You're probably going to get about 10 hours in a day. So, so you know, you're going to make 100 bucks a day. It's, it's, it's a... It's it's kind of like slavery, but it's not. It's I mean, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, brother, hold up. Uh, <laughs> man, I didn't sign on for nothing like this, man. I mean, I'm I'm thinking you guys are supposed to be helping me with a up to date job. I mean, slavery don't even exist no more, man. I mean, I mean, that's it, it does not exist. Nowhere, we brother. are going to pay you. You understand? But we do want you barefooted. You are telling me I gotta I gotta sing and walk barefooted, picking cotton, singing some. Slavery songs, bro. I don't do no like that, man. I'm, I'm voting Tuesday, man. This, this, that slavery is over with, man. What the hell are you talking about? I can't believe. What, 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 what did you say, man? I'm, I'm thinking that you guys are going to be finding me a, a job, a job, yeah, job. That's not a, a damn job. job man. Regardless of, of, of how you like it, it's a job. Now. I need you to report first, five o'clock Monday all, morning out in the field with no shoes and ready to sing your song and pick man, up. Man, I am not reporting no damn where at five o'clock in the morning at no damn field, brother. I mean, I I don't know why the, why you even calling me with this. Matter of fact, matter of fact, you you know what? Go ahead and send my off because I'll go over there and talk to these people in the beginning because y'all need to be reported. Like I said, five o'clock in the morning, report. You don't have, if you, you can wear your shoes. Man, I, 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 listen, I, Buck, Buck, listen to me. First of all, I, nah, nah, my name ain't Buck. And matter of fact, what's your name? Because you know what? I will be at this tomorrow just to meet your because this don't make no sense, man. You calling my phone talking about some slavery work, man. You must be out of your mind talking this are you looking for work or are you not looking for work? No, I'm not looking for that kind of work, dude. I mean, you calling my phone telling me about some slave work? It's work, though. You it's must work. Be out You're going to get paid. Matter of fact, what, what is your name? What is your I'm name? Daniel. You can kiss my okay? Listen, kiss my I don't want to go back and forth I'm not doing you. no type of like that. Matter of fact, you out y'all there agency can lose all my information. You're going to get your black I mean, hang on. You're going to get your butt out there and you're going to do what you Did need to do. Did you just say get my black well, you know what? I will be there. Put my down. Can I can I say one more thing, please? What 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 the else you gotta say, man? You didn't say it a mouthful already. I, I gotta say this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Katrina got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> what? The who? <laughs> William, this is nephew Tommy, man from the Steve Harvey Morning Ain't Show. You- this. A- Man, I can't believe she did some <laughs> like that, man. And, and and she know I'm looking for a job, man. I bet you won't be saying that when the bills come in next month. <laughs> hey, man, I'm five foot eight, 150 pounds. But uh, when I'm ready to get in your, I will get all up in your. I mean, and she know that. She know that. I be. Oh, I'm gonna get hot. Oh man. I got one more thing I gotta ask you, man. What is? 
What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Oh, man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Cotton ain't never hurt nobody. All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our chief love officer, Steve Harvey. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO, the chief love officer, the CLO, uh, as the nephew calls him. You ready, CLO? Stay ready. All right. This one is from Marcus, an iHeartRadio app listener. Marcus says, I've been married for four years, but I think my wife had sex with a guy from my gym. I was working out one morning and there were only two other people in the gym. One of the guys came over and said he recognized me from a picture on social media. He asked if I knew a guy named Bo. I told him that Bo is a relative. He said he messed around with Bo's sister a few months ago, but he hasn't seen or talked to Bo lately. Well, Bo's sister is my wife. My wife denied everything, and Bo wouldn't confirm or deny what happened. I need answers, so how should I handle this, CLO? Well, you can just pull in with an ass whooping. Start. (laughs) That'll that'll get somebody to talking. Uh Uh-huh. Hold on, man. Hold on. Wait a minute. What you doing? Wow. So, Shirley, explain it to me again. Okay, so he was at the gym working out one one morning. There were only two other people in the gym. One of the guys came over and said he recognized him from a picture on social media. He recognized Marcus. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. He asked if I knew a guy named Bo. I told him that Bo is a relative. He said he messed around with Bo's sister a few months ago, but he hasn't seen or talked to Bo lately. Well, Bo's sister is my wife. My wife denied everything. Bo wouldn't confirm or deny what happened, and I need answers, he said. Well, hold up, dog. Hold up, hold up, dog. You let a dude come up to you in a gym Mm -hmm. with some social media mess Mm -hmm. to ask you, did you know a guy named Bo? Mm -hmm. Because he messed around with his sister, and he ain't seen him in a while. Mm -hmm. So now, the throwaway line is... He messed around with Bo's sister. That's it. Now, that happens to be your wife. Yeah. First of all, he could be lying. And number two, which I think he is, because ain't no way in the hell this dude would come up to a man's wife and make this statement if he thought it were true. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I would be very careful, man, before you go at your wife with all this hocus pocus from this guy at the gym on social media. But what if the guy well, didn't you really apologize? know? What if, oh, what if the guy didn't know that Bo's sister was his wife? Well, I'm pretty That's, sure he would he, he would know, know that. But what so how could he be lying? Well, hold, wait, 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 wait. First of all, if you just trying to meet Bo, uh-huh. why would you go up to a dude and go, I used to mess with his sister? Though you're just trying to find Bo. See, but can't what's this man? Can't we whoop his ass and apologize if it if it went wrong? See, if you pull in on his ass, it's <laughs> like what I said in the beginning. You're going to get your truth a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because all you got to do is just start whooping his ass because he said he slept with your wife. So you yeah. had a right to whoop somebody's ass who come up to you and say that. 
and then we can get down to the bottom of the truth. We find out if he really know Bo or he trying to let you know he slept with your wife. Well, if that's what you're trying to let me know, thank you. And here's this ass whoop. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Tanisha and Charlotte. Bo knows. Yes. Bo knows. <laughs> Bo knows. Tanisha and Charlotte, CLO, says, I was free and single. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't we mm-hmm. do this? What? Why don't you just ask Bo? Back on Bo. Come on. Back on Bo. Bo, who is his, supposed to be his cousin. Why, why don't you just go ask Bo, did his boy sleep with his sister? And if he slept with him before y'all got married, dog, it might not be a problem. A few months ago. Okay. Well, They've been married for four years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a ass Now, I don't okay. even know how you didn't issue it at the gym. What number three people in there? <laughs> Truth or a lie, it's an answer. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Tanisha in Charlotte says, I was free and single, living my best life till a man came along and swept me off my feet. He's from a small town and he has very traditional ways. And I thought it was cute at first, but now it's weird. He has a set bedtime and he expects me to go to bed at 1030 every night, too. Saturday night, I waited for him to drift off to sleep, and I woke him up with a little surprise under the covers. He pushed me away and said he needed sleep, and there is time and a place for everything. We're both only 28. So why is he such a prude? Is this something that can be changed? What? Well, he got everything on the schedule. You couldn't have an unhappy-ass life now. I'm going to tell you that right now. You couldn't have a very, very unhappy-ass life. Oh, there's a time and place for everything. When I was 28, the time and place for sex was now. What's now? Right now. Always now. (laughs) Every now. I don't give a damn when you bought it up. We could be fully dressed on the way out the door for church. I didn't and start over. 28. Church. I wouldn't. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is craziness right here. This is craziness. Yeah. 10 30. Yeah. That boy in the bed. uh, Yeah. 10 30. Under the covers, it's just the two of you. What? Now. (laughs) All right. We don't have time for another one, Steve. But uh, if if you have any more advice for Bo. Y'all can't Bo let ass. Bo go. Or Bo's cousin. The dude at the gym need to ask for First of all, for either telling the truth that it was your wife yeah, or for lying I, on your wife. Yeah. yeah. One of the what? two. Either, I think either it was or. the truth, yeah. You think it was the truth? I think it was the truth because he didn't. I mean, he, was he just being messy? Was he just being a messy dude? You can't take unless you like was that. at the gym and the dude is big and buff and you a little scrawny little punk ass. <laughs> That's the only way you got to deal with, with it. <laughs> yeah. But either way, I'm gonna pick up this ten pound weight and we are gonna see how strong your eye is. Oh wow! <laughs> That's the one thing that ain't got no muscles. Your eye. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. 
So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This is Holiday Phrases at the Christmas Party. Holiday Phrases at the Christmas Party. We're all going to go to these Christmas parties inside Mm -hmm. your friend's house or relative's house. Mm -hmm. What we're going to do is make the setting. We're going to play some music for you. You're in a real Christmas party. And these are some of the phrases that you're here at your average black Christmas party. Keyword black. (laughs) I heard that. (laughs) All right, here we go. And now we take you to every holiday Christmas gathering and we give you sounds of a black Christmas party. I don't know who invited me. Could have been my mom. Hey, can I can I get some of y'all to help me put Earl in the car? <laughs> uh, somebody, just Well, I'd like to laugh too. So what did she say that was so funny? Anybody seen my purse? It was right there on the kitchen table, right there. I put it right there. <laughs> That's right. Hey, y'all, y'all can't smoke that in my mama's house. <laughs> hey, y'all out of toilet paper. <laughs> Where y'all keep the plunge? That's the, that's the word. Yeah, that's I'm going to need that plunger, man. <laughs> Hold up, y'all. Don't go in there. So what? So what? The girl like girls. Get over <laughs> What they got to do with you? <laughs> she like girls. And? Hey, you ain't saying nothing. We take all this outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right now. That's real right there. Uh, I love y'all and all, but y'all need to stay out of my bedroom. Right there. No, it's not a weave. This is my real hair. Yes, you my real hair. I tell you right now, that's one ugly ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if I was young, uh-huh. I'd stay out there bathroom for about me 45 minutes. <laughs> no, 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 hell no, hell no. I ain't know he was out. <laughs> Yes. What the hell made this eggs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Girl, girl, pee don't suck. That's why I told you I needed help to get him in the car. Yeah, yeah, no. Man, man, man. Y'all got he some went. fall. 
Feet wet and heavy. <laughs> I ain't eating that. <laughs> Break another ornament on that tree. We ain't going to have nothing to hang on it next year. I know you ain't out there peeing in my mama backyard. <laughs> what? Come on, man. Come on, dog. Stay out of the refrigerator. Right, stop, stop balling that Christmas paper up. We're going to use it next year. <laughs> oh, she knew he was married. She knew he was married. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. That's him. Well, look who with a white woman. I mean, <laughs> These are sounds you hear at a black Christmas party. Yes, I'll accept the charges. Hey, uh, hey Calvin coming. Watch your purse. <laughs> they, uh, they don't let him uh, preach at church, but he want to come over here and pray for 30 minutes. It's just too much right here. Yeah. Oh, she had another baby? Oh. Hey, y'all, it's long distance from the prison. Everybody want to say hi? Yes, that's yeah. it. That was my next one. Hey, Robert. Hey, Robert. Hey, Rob. What's going on, Rob? What's Robert. up, y'all? What's up? What's up, fam? Man, I wish I could be there with y'all. Who all over there? Everybody. Everybody. Man. Pass the phone man. around. Everybody here. What about me that, man? Huh? Let me talk to Bernita. Bernita. Hey, Bernita, uh, uh, Robert on the phone. I, 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 I ain't say nothing about it. You know, go ahead. Just, just you know, talk to me. I can't believe the family that don't bring a damn thing take the most home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. never bring <laughs> Look at me. We about to eat. The game is on. Her key is bad. Her key is a bad. Oh, my God. How long is this prayer going to last? Ooh, it's the... This ain't got late. We probably gonna have to stay tonight. I don't. I don't do all that driving at night. <laughs> Ooh, you know, Claire's don't like to drive at night. <laughs> Why we can't eat till they ass get here? <laughs> Did y'all go in the living room and speak to Miss Bernice in the hospital bed? <laughs> I just gonna walk right by her. Don't say nothing. <laughs> what y'all doing in there? <laughs> We trying to hang it up at Christmas yeah. party. Oh, no, we've been out to Christmas yeah, we party. Yeah. Long we just had a time. black house, yeah, man. Black house. Yeah. Go out there and tell Devontae to uh, bring that walker back in here so Mr. Seal can get to the table. You mean, Timmy, y'all ain't got no flat screens? <laughs> Mr. Bernita from, from the hospital bed. Your grandmama from the hospital bed in the dead. Turn them greens down. <laughs> Smell them in here. Hey, can anybody give me a jump? I'm trying to go to work. Anybody? Oh, oh, Thanksgiving. He working. He get it. He get paid double. He get paid double tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Get that overtime. Get that overtime. Uh, oh, she oh, real light skin. She real light skin. She real light. Well, <laughs> she real. Guess I go and get out of here. <laughs> Watch this game, y'all. Y'all y'all TV be cutting off. We're going to the house so I can see this game. 
You fool. You talking like you fool. <laughs> Somebody done took them damn folding chairs. I know we had eight folding chairs last year. <laughs> Who the hell took that fall off the table? (laughs) Who took the fall? That's my fall. All right. We got to go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather spend New Year's Eve without your phone or without someone to kiss at midnight? Which one? You can have that phone. Yeah. Uh, what? You had it. You got somebody. Uh, yeah. No, I need to get it at twelve oh one now. Yeah. Uh, uh, In the new year, it's a new yeah. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Steve, mm-hmm. you didn't answer. Yeah, I need somebody. I don't care about that phone. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's what All I right, know about long flights. Ain't no, I don't, I don't ask flight attendant. Do you have Wi-Fi? No, hell no. Can't nobody call me. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would would you rather a real Christmas tree or an artificial one? Real or real trees? I love real trees. Uh huh. Okay. What about you guys, Junior? Uh Oh, I ain't never had no real tree in my life. Uh uh. We ain't get them. Oh, you always have fake. Oh, our tree been fake. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're pretty, right? The decorated oh, yeah, they nicely. Nice. Oh, uh-huh. My daddy made it feel like it was real. He said he bought it. It was real when he bought it. So, <laughs> so Deb Lee told me. Hey. <laughs> he said it was real. Yeah. yeah. yeah my daddy didn't play that. Don't how high is the fake tree? What is you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> it's in here. Right. Oh, you, you, yeah, you think that tree in your imagination? <laughs> All right. Would, when your spouse is leaving the house, would you rather be kissed goodbye or left to sleep? Which one? When she's leaving? Oh, if I'm asleep? Mm-hmm. You want her to oh, kiss just you? Oh, go, go on, do what you got to do. I'll kiss you when yeah. you get back. I, oh, don't wake don't you wake up? Don't wake me up uh-huh. for that. Just, no, I, no. I'm not going to say nothing. I've, I've recused myself from this question. <laughs> You're not a judge. <laughs> That's not a trial. Oh, well, That's well, a well, I heard Uncle Steve said yesterday, I recuse myself. Yeah, uh-huh. You can do that, Julie. Yeah. You can't no, would you rather? Trial. Oh, yes, I can. Oh, I know all her people listening. Oh, no. I'm not going to say what I'd rather do. No. <laughs> you rather? It's just simple. Would you rather for her to let you sleep or give I'd you rather a kiss let, her, let me sleep, but she wakes me up every morning to kiss me when she's going to work. Don't Aww. wake me up for that. <laughs> mm. All right. Would you rather know what you're going to get for Christmas or would you rather be surprised? I'm not finna get a damn thing. Surprise, surprise. surprise. <laughs> That's your surprise. I knew. Man, y'all think- and don't wake me up for that either. <laughs> you think I didn't know that bike was wrapped? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Ask me what I want so I don't be hurt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> it's real simple what I want. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do you what, want? What do you want? Well, watch. Oh, all you want, all I want to find a watch. Your watch different though. Oof. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh. Don't give me no watch. Well, Marjorie know what to do though. She she ain't never missed. She, Aww, she do she do too much though sometimes. I'll be going ahead. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's today's round of Would You Rather. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, we promised to talk about holiday traditions, especially Christmas traditions. And while time-honored holiday traditions are important, they've also evolved over the generations. Now, this is according to a survey. Family activities and writing to Santa are still among the most popular holiday traditions. That is interesting. Hmm. Uh, even though, because I've never written to Santa, even though uh, we live in a tech-savvy world, three out of four parents say their children still handwrite letters to Santa as opposed to a more modern approach like email. And (laughs) really, and what's uh, the most popular family activity in 2017 this year? Well, according to most households, it's decorating the Christmas tree as a family. Now that I like. I can can relate to that. Of course, we do that. Yeah. Uh, So let's. So, Steve, we got to start with you here. Uh, What are what are the family traditions that your family keeps that you definitely? First of all, let me get this straight. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Buddha, your grandson, L, mm-hmm. Noah, and Rose, mm-hmm. grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling them that Santa Claus is coming down the chimney. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their mom and daddy might, but if they come over Papa's house, Papa <laughs> bought all this. <laughs> Okay, they, they needs to know that. Let's be uh-huh. straight about that. <laughs> Give all these trees out here, this y'all that pop 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 pay yeah. for all these trees. Okay, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. this little fake ass snow. I bought all that in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had that tree in the in the, in the, in the foyer. Uh, that pop pop bought that. So that's a mm-hmm. new tradition, really. What? Because cause you weren't you uh, brought up with thinking Santa Claus did it for a while when you were little. Yeah, yeah. So you're especially you're, as young as your grandchildren are. Yeah, well, now traditions. Look, you uh-huh. know, my my kids take their kids to see Santa Claus. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. they got they thinking it's a Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling them, don't bring them over here. With <laughs> Why you gotta be so real with it right now? Though? Well, no, at Papa's house, all is paid for by the big ball right. here. As hard man. as you work, you want some credit, yeah. right? Yeah, the white man <laughs> with the beard didn't bought uh-huh. nothing up in here. The bald head black man that's in that office down there at the front of the house, you go in that dad Santa Claus down there. Matter of fact, don't bring him up when you come in here. <laughs> okay. Because he had nothing to do. Everything on this side of the gate. Santa Claus ain't had damn thing to do with it. <laughs> okay, so that's one. That's one that's myth one, yeah. that you burst yeah. wide open. Okay. Secondly, uh-huh. if you tear up your toy on Christmas, uh-huh. you get your ass whooped on Christmas. What? <laughs> Man, that that's, that's a tradition. That's, that's tradition. tradition. That's standard. Man. Generations. Man, oh, I, you know, I, had, I had that. How long I had this in layaway? And you just said we broke it? It ain't even four thirty. Yeah, <laughs> he opened it at five and it's broken nine. <laughs> I had a nephew named Pogo. Uh-huh. All Pogo did, every toy he got, he took it apart. Wow. But then you know what? He put it all back together. That's okay. all he He's wanted smart. to do. Well, and, yeah, that's like girls. We used to take our dolls' clothes off. He a mechanic uh, yeah. right now. Uh-huh. Take it down. Uh-huh. He's hey, that's what he do. He's a mechanic right now because uh-huh. see, yeah. Uh-huh. So that was some good. But did he get in trouble for doing it when he was a kid? Dog, because for- if my daddy saw the toy toe up, uh huh. But he would ask though after the second year, is that pogo toy? <laughs> we'll leave it alone there because Pogo gonna put it back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he he wasn't too mad. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what junior. else? So, so no Santa, butt whoopings if you broke your toys. What else? 
Uh, <laughs> These are some traditions, Steve. I want to hear some of Junior's. I know his family. <laughs> Sounds like he got his butt oh, whooped. Oh man, uh-huh. absolutely. Okay. One, one tradition was you go into bed at seven on Christmas Eve or Christmas mm-hmm. Day. No, Christmas Eve. Oh, I could never okay. sleep on Christmas Eve. Why I, you go to bed so early? I could never do that. Cause Santa was coming. Ah, oh, right. But Santa don't show up till nine in the morning. <laughs> we gotta go back to bed. Nine. <laughs> Why is it going at nine? That's yeah. too late. Santa was running late at our house. Y'all go back in there and go back to bed. <laughs> at nine. At nine. Sun up and everything. He ain't made it here yet. Y'all go in there and go back to bed. <laughs> I listened. Yeah. Coming up next, nephew's prank phone call right after this. He's up drinking all night. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I am emotionally drained. We'll get into that in just a few because right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Your husband's prescription. What? Yeah. Ooh. Your husband. You always messing with these people. We He's got like, to listen, 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 Linda. Some people need their prescription. Okay. okay. I'm right. just calling it. That's all I'm doing. I'm just calling it. <laughs> now the man got an ailment or something, so we got to get some get the man some medicine. Now let's go, get him his dog. Your husband's prescription. Come on. Hello. Hello. How you doing? This is uh pharmacy. My name is Brian. I'm the tech here. Uh, is Mr. Uh, is Donovan? Donovan, is he available? Uh, no. What can I help you with? Uh, well, he's, he dropped his prescription off about an hour ago. I wanted to, we wanted to call and let you guys know that the prescription is ready. Prescription for what? Uh, well, he, um, he dropped off a prescription. I'm assuming he must have, uh, it looks like the doctor just wrote this prescription today. So I'm assuming he, um, seems like he would probably need this, uh, pretty soon. So I wanted to let you guys know it's ready. Okay, and what exactly did he get a prescription for? Um, it's uh, amoxicillin. 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 We've got him at least um, fifteen tablets. If he could take two tablets a day. Wait, uh, I'm, pre- I'm sorry. Much wait, your name up. is Brian, right? My name is Brian. Yes, I'm the technician okay. here at the pharmacy. Okay. Well, let me. Okay, Donovan. That's my husband. Let me make sure you have the right Donovan because. Well, let me. Like, can we check the birthdays? Are you allowed to do that with me? Oh, definitely, definitely. It's um, 74. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, okay. And so what exactly is amoxicillin for? Amoxicillin um, is an antibiotic, ma'am. So any type of um, small infections of, of uh, some sort, diseases or whatever, it, it pretty much cures it. So you telling me this nasty <laughs> then got something and went and got it on my... First off, he went and seen the doctor and got a prescription under my insurance. This type of... And he went and got some. You know what? You know what? That Brian, I'm coming down there. I'll pick up the medicine. I'll get it. And if he wants that medicine, he'll check in with me at my counter. Because I got a check and he done wrote that his cannot cash. I'm going to beat the hell out this. He do not know. He does not even. You know what? We brought in a new okay, year. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're, you're, um, Miss. What, what, what? Can I call you by your first name? What's your name? No, call me Miss. That's fine. Just call me Miss. No, call me Miss. Okay. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to apologize. I had no idea that you were not aware of the actual mm-hmm. uh, prescription that he's fit, that we've just filled for him. Mm-hmm. You know, just just on a personal note, I'm just curious: is, is there a possibility maybe maybe you could have given it to him? Brian, no, the f- you did. You done lost so little mind. 
Now, first off, you don't call my phone. First off, no, you, I'm glad you called my phone to tell me it's my intern. That's why. And then you want to accuse me of giving that man something. Are you scoring him? Don't you ever in your life call somebody's phone. And this is a courtesy call. It's none of your business what's going on in my Okay? None of your business. You get out of my legs. That ain't none of your business. And y'all ain't got a nothing to answer your question. I got something for your and his he want to come on with STDs, and you want to ask me if I gave him STDs? Oh, okay. Where's your manager? Let me speak to your manager. Ma'am, I was just, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be uh, unprofessional. I was just asking a, a personal question. I should not have asked you something like that, and I, I do apologize. I, is, I do, should we expect someone to pick up the prescription? I'm, I just told you, I'm going to be picking that up. I'm going to come in now. You, you know what, Brian? You'll know who I am, because I got, I got a couple words for your and I still want to speak to your manager. You did. You were very unprofessional, and I don't appreciate you coming at me. I'm trying to eat. You call me, tell me he didn't got me a STD. Didn't ask me that I give it to him. And you all up in between my. Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to get all in between your legs, ma'am. Apparently, that's not the place to be, considering you guys need a moxicillin. You know, but I never. Know the you did. You didn't lost your. Mind. You know what, Brian? I still got some firecrackers left from the first. And guess what? I'm gonna light the up your. You don't play games with me. You do not even know. You do not know me. You don't know who I am. You don't know who I know and what I got. I got something for your What is this uh, prescription at? Because I know it's not the one by our house. I know it's not. What did he take his trifle? Where are you at? Because I'm on my way uh, now. Um, um, uh, uh, would you like, my manager's here. Would you like to speak with him, ma'am? Yeah, put your manager on. Put your manager on. I want to speak to him now. Uh, hang on a second. Uh-huh. Uh, Hello? Hello? Yes, this Hi, is Tommy. Uh, who? Tommy. You're the manager of This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show when you just got pranked by your husband, Donovan. <laughs> I'm going to kill him and you. What the <laughs> prank calling me? He needs to be out looking for a job that ain't worked in three months. Don't play with me like that. Got my blood pressure. <laughs> you all right? Oh, no, I'm coming down. I'm still coming to get you. <laughs> I'm not that baby. You can't come get me. <laughs> oh, you better be glad I love your show. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my you God. You told me, say, my wife don't tolerate no cheating. <laughs> you know, you know I'm crazy. <laughs> you ain't right. You wrong. I got one more thing to ask you, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid wow. enough. Wow. Huh? <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> is that a geniusly, question? Geniusly stupid enough is mm. all I can say to you. You play too much. You went yeah. too far. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's not the place to be. Since you <laughs> what? That ain't where I want to be there. <laughs> Man. I said, ooh-wee. That's crazy. Man. Go hard in the paint, baby. Mm. That's how you do it. You go hard in the paint. New York City, New York, New York, big city of dreams. Get ready, baby. February the 3rd, the nephew is coming to the NYC, the city winery. You heard what I said. Tickets are on sale right now. February 3rd, Saturday night, New York City. If you can make it New York, you can make it anywhere. Tickets on sale right now. All right. Uh, coming up next, it is a strawberry letter. Subject is, I am emotionally drained. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey everybody, this is Junior. And I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. <laughs> you hear that? Right now, you never know. It could be yours. It could be. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, I am emotionally drained. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 42-year-old single mother of a son that is 20 years old. My son's girlfriend just had a baby that is fair-skinned, and they both are chocolate. The girl is 21 and a dancer at a bar across town. She says she's not a stripper, but that's all she says. My son is afraid to ask the girl for a paternity test, so I did. When my son went to visit the baby, she jumped on him and then called me and said if I keep putting my son up to this foolishness, I would be next. I called her mother, who happens to go to church with me, and I told her that her daughter is disrespectful. She was not happy about the phone call and asked if we could talk in person, so I invited her over. She pulled up and ran up to my door and yelled for me to come outside. She jumped on me when I got in the front yard. I'm not a fighter, so we rolled around in the yard while I kept begging her to stop pulling my hair. My neighbor broke us up, and I ran inside. I called my son, and he called his girlfriend on a three-way, and she said that I deserved to be beat up. I reported the incident to the police, and they wouldn't come out to do a report because it was between my son and his girlfriend. I just don't want my son to be caught up with a baby that isn't his. I told my son that we'll just get the baby one day and do a paternity test ourselves. Now it's like my son is turning against me and telling me to stay out of his business. I got beat up for him, and this is how he repays me? It's emotionally draining, and I only want what's best for him. Now he's planning to move in with this abusive woman and ruin his life. Am I supposed to step aside and let this girl and her mother make a fool out of my son? What can I do to shake some sense into him? Well, I don't know that there's anything you could do... You know, much more than what you've been doing right now, you know, unless you bring his dad into it or something. But you already said you're a single mother uh, of this son. I, I know as a mom, this is hard um, and, and it's going to continue to be hard to watch watch your son get sucked in like this. 
But that's exactly what you're going to have to do. Step aside. You've tried everything. You've tried everything else. Nothing has worked for you. Uh, so unless you want to get another beat down from his crazy girlfriend and like you say, her and her mother make a fool out of you and all of that, you're going to have to do just what they say. Mind your own business at this point. Uh, we know you love your son and you only want the best for him. That's quite obvious. But uh, right now, uh, the stripper is his world. He's sprung. He's whipped all of the above and he's trying not to hear anything you his mom have to say and as much as this hurts sometimes you just have to let go and 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 let people learn their lessons themselves because he's not listening right now to you he's not listening to what you have to say uh experience is always the best teacher uh later on if he finds out that the baby's not his and he's being played by this girl i mean so we don't even know that i mean um you know he 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 might still want to be with her you know that's the other thing he might still want to be with her and help her raise the child uh and and yes you could get the baby and get the paternity test on your own you could do all of that but you might lose your son in the process but you've lost him already to this girl for right now anyway so yeah mom i, I think you've done all you can and your son didn't even defend you when his girlfriend beat you up and, and that's really messed up steve well, I read a different letter, seems like. So I guess I always see some ignorance. So I have a couple of questions. Now, she's emotionally drained. This is a 42-year-old single mother. son is 20. Your son's girlfriend just had a baby that's fast-skinned, and they both are chocolate. Now, listen, we all know that, you know, through the chromosomes and all that stuff that you can skip a generation and... Look like a grandmother or aunt or something in different colors. But we got to look into this, though. Two chocolate people having a light-skinned baby. We need to look into this, I understand. The girl is 21 and a... Huh? It don't add up, huh? It don't add up. I know. We got to look into it. Now, this girl is 21 and a dancer at a bar across town. She says she's not a stripper. Let's discuss this for a minute. Yeah. If you're a dancer at a bar, I think they stopped go-go dancing a <laughs> long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, where you be up in the cage on the end of the bar. I think they stopped that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So if you're a dancer at a bar in today's society, you got to take your clothes off. Because go-go boots, I ain't seen them in stores no more. With the miniskirt, so I'm pretty sure you a stripper. <laughs> My son is afraid to ask his girl for a paternity test, so I did. Then when your son went to visit the baby, she jumped on him and then called me and said, I keep putting my son up to this foolishness. I would be next. Okay, so she jumped on him. Okay, she's abusive. I called her mother, and they hit a good part. I called his mother, who happens to go to church with me, and I told her that her daughter is disrespectful. Now, see, listen to me. This is why I have a question, because it could go two ways. After he called the lady, she called the lady to go to church with her and told her that her daughter is disrespectful. She was not happy about the phone call and asked if we can talk in person. So I invited her over. Now, I'm thinking right here, she's talking about the girl's mother. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That she was talking about the girl's mother. 
she called on the phone and talked to her in person. So when I come back, I'm going to tell you what I think happened. All right. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up 23 minutes after. Strawberry letter subject, I am emotionally drained. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, I am emotionally drained. Huh. All right, we've got a 42-year-old lady who's got a 20-year-old son that's, uh, that's dating a stripper who says she's not a stripper. She's a dancer at a bar. I don't know who keep their clothes on anymore these days while they dancing in bars. But, hell, most of the women that go to bars is half-naked when they get there. So I already know if you a dancer, you got to be stripping. Anyway, she says she's not a stripper. Your son is afraid to ask. They had a, a light-skinned baby and both of them child. Your son afraid to ask for the paternity test, so you asked the girl for a paternity test. When your son went over there to pick up the baby, the girl jumped on him and said, quit letting your mama put stuff like this in your head, and then told the mama, if you keep interfering in my business, you're going to be next. So... The lady who's 42 called her mother, the stripper's mama, who happens to go to church with me. And I told her that her daughter's disrespectful. She was not happy about the phone call and asked if we can talk in person. So I invited her over. Now, right here, I'm thinking this is all she's talking to the stripper's mother. She pulled up, ran to my door and yelled for me to come outside. Now, if this is not the mother, if this is the stripper, then we're dealing with a people that person that don't know how to tell stories. Cause we have some information that's huh? that's confusing. No, I don't I think see, I'm thinking she's talking about the girl's mother according to this letter so far. But then later on she changes it and makes it sound like it was a little girl that jumped on it. So I'm confused about the lady writing the letter anyway. That's all I'm saying. So when she came, she told you to yell and for you to come outside. She jumped on me when I got in the front yard. Now, I'm not a fighter, so we rolled around in the yard while I kept begging her to stop pulling my hair. Now, let me teach you something, ma'am. Begging is not a good fight technique. (laughs) Begging, it it usually does not work out for the beg up. (laughs) <laughs> because it it empowers the person that's issuing the ass whipping. Yeah. Mm. So it's best not to empower them with, please, please stop. You kicking me. You whipping my ass too good. This is Bob. This is not what I do. I'm not a fighter. So it makes them go harder because, oh, yeah, I'm knocking their ass out now. So I would just suggest the next time you get in the fight, please do not beg. Mm-hmm. It don't look good. Ain't no need to beg and then take the ass with <laughs> One or the other, pick yes. one. Yeah. Just you gotta get your the ass whooped. Get your ass whooped and stop this begging. Quietly. <laughs> not finna do this to me. Shame me, embarrass me, humiliate me, and belittle me while you beat my ass. Just make it look like you trying. She got hair too. She grabbing your hair, you grab her hair. Anyway, my neighbor broke us up and I ran inside. I called my son and he called his girlfriend on the three-way and she said that I deserve to be beat up. See, I'm thinking when she ran in the house and called her son, he called his girlfriend on the three-way and she said I deserve to be beat up, which made me think it was the girl's mama that was in the yard fighting the whole time. Because we ran in the house and got the girl on the three-way 
the girl would have been in the yard still fighting the mama, see? So I reported the incident to the police, and they wouldn't come out to do a report because of between my son and his girlfriend. This is another piece of important information. Anytime you call the police and they don't come out to handle a domestic dispute that was a fight, you must live deep, deep, deep in the hood. Because <laughs> police have to come out to investigate any domestic violence, especially if neighbors involved breaking up fights. So now we already know the police ain't coming. That's a hood move. Thank you very much. And then she says, um, and they wouldn't come out because of between my son and his girlfriend. I just don't want my son to be caught up with the baby that isn't his. I understand that. I told my son we'll just get the baby one day and do the paternity test ourselves. Now it's like my son is turning against me and telling me to stay out of his business. Well, you should. I got beat up for him, and this is how he repays me. No, you got beat up because you went out the house. See, when people call you out, you said you're not a fighter. See, when people drive up to your house and say, come outside, come out here. No, no, meet me in the front. Them is fighting words. Why did you take your non-fighting ass out there? Well, she would never <laughs> think that the girl would jump on her seat. You got to be all The girl right. mama that go to her church whooped her ass, Shirley. Stop saying the girl. That's what I got. I'll, now he's planning to move in with this abusive woman and ruin his life. Am I supposed to step aside and let this girl and her mother make a fool out of myself? What can I do to shake some shit? All right, first of all, let me explain something to you. This is not going to ruin your son's life. This is a lesson that both of you, you're going to have to let him learn, like Shirley said. The best lesson is a bought lesson. You're going to let him have to buy this one. Let him go move in with the girl. You be a loving grandmother. When the baby come over, swab the baby mouth. Put the swab in a uh, plastic bag and get a damn DNA test. Then when the result come back, don't say nothing to your son. Just leave, get copies of it and post it on Facebook. <laughs> Let the church say amen. 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 Thank you for All calling right, post me. Post your comments. Show. Thank you, Steve, on today's Strawberry Letter and Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce your 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 best friend. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Here he is, J. Anthony Brown. You just got here. No, 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 no. You're going to do better than that. We've been friends for way too long. Put some put some sauce in that. Put some sauce on my name. Some sauce on my name. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Without further ado, uh-huh. the living myth and uh-huh. legend. Uh-huh. That damn J. Anthony uh-huh. the Brown. Okay, can we just run that every week? Because I know I'm not going to be able to get you to do that, that every day. You're not getting week. that ever again. <laughs> again. Okay, yeah. Okay. Hey, Dave, okay. save that because that's it. <laughs> Dave, mark that and save that, okay? Because, <laughs> all right, here we go. What's in the mind of yours truly, J. Anthony Brown? It is the holidays. I'm talking to the grandparents. I'm talking to the aunts, the uncles, the aunties, the older people who are buying gifts for these kids probably the very first time. Now, a lot of us will give cash. That's cool. And a lot of us don't know what to buy. I don't know what to buy, but I know what not to buy. 
I know what you shouldn't try to give a child because they ain't going to want it. If your ass is wrapping up a yo-yo right now, stop <laughs> what you're doing, okay? Stop it. Don't nobody, stop it. Don't nobody want a damn yo-yo, okay? Uh-huh. Nobody okay. wants that. If you went out and purchased a hula hoop with good intentions, a hula hoop, they, they're going to know what the hell it is right. as soon as you wrap that damn thing up and yeah. they don't want it, okay? You can keep all these old-ass board games. Sorry, Monopoly, Operation. Yeah. Don't nobody yeah. want them damn games, okay? Ooh. Think about it. When the last time your ass played Monopoly? <laughs> you ain't played long. in a long damn time. You got that kind Why of would you give it to the child? And here's something very important. Don't make a damn thing. Don't make anything. Make. If you're knitting, <laughs> knit one, pearl two, knit one, pearl two, knit one. Stop knitting. Don't nobody want them thick ass, them mittens. Don't nobody want that thick ass sweater and that scarf around the neck and you get a cramp in your damn neck. Don't nobody want that. Stop knitting. Stop. Right now. Don't bake a damn thing to send. Those things don't hold up in the mail. And last but not least, if you're building a dollhouse, damn it, stop it. Stop it. Right now, you built a 700-pound dollhouse. It ain't got no floors in it. The ceiling is, like, so high. All you got is stuff down on the bottom. The windows are way at the top. Don't no child want that. Stop building, okay? These are my holiday tips. Don't build a damn thing. It's just a doghouse. That's what you're building, a damn doghouse. I'm done. I'm finished. All right. Uh, Thank you, Jay. Merry Christmas. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, everybody. This is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. But there's a great need for donations regardless of your blood type. Every day, the blood our people donate saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell disease. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Rich on Facebook, Steve writes, Hey, Steve, about two years ago, my mom passed away, and that was devastating for all of us. Now, however, it sure looks like my pops has bounced back. As of late, he's been out and about with a way younger, fine woman that can't be more than 25 years old. At the age of 68, I can't blame my pops for shooting his shot and scoring, and he's done pretty well taking care of his money. All that said, pops said he's bringing over his new boo for Christmas. Uh, Now my sisters are not happy about her, and they said she is going to 
blank around and find out. But I just want to keep. Wow. But I just want to keep the peace right. for Christmas. And oh, uh, what gift should I give her? Mm. Well, y'all probably yeah. need to get her a helmet. Because <laughs> of sisters. Yeah. But this is this make Daddy proud though. Now don't don't hurt Daddy's feelings. Well, the girl. girls don't care. The girls, first of all, two problems here. You ain't their mama. And number two, why do you want our daddy and you younger than us? Yes, mm-hmm. that's exactly And they right. probably going to be about the same age because, you know, he's 43 years older. So chances are these kids is older than her. Yeah. Then the girl. Yeah. And so she going to feel the wrath, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the people his age is sick. Yeah, he, he wants something yeah. young. And what does mm-hmm. she want with him? His money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's eating and done good by himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he probably kept himself in shape. And, you know, he going to bring the girl by for Christmas. Ain't nothing y'all can do about it. They just but got you, a deal uh, with it. Yeah, yeah, but you're going to mess up your relationship with your father because you're going to make him have to pick between y'all. And he's going to go with this young girl now. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All you got to do is treat her pleasant. That's all yeah. you got to do. Yeah. Just be mm-hmm. kind. You know. Curtis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know, he... do, do look like if you want to get her a gift, get her some, uh, get her a backpack. backpack. <laughs> <laughs> 25. <laughs> what kind of backpack? That's, that's a young know. gift. It don't has. matter what them kids you know, wear. Uh, it's just a backpack. A young gift. Yeah. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman. You know, get her some. <laughs> a character. <laughs> You know, get us some sneakers with some lights on them. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, Steve. You know, All right. Some, some fresh notebooks. Go ahead. <laughs> we, I think we might have time for one more. Um, my parents always encouraged me to work hard for what I wanted. Over the weekend, my sister and I were talking about Christmas plans and talking about tightened budgets for the holidays when she blurted out, thank God mom and dad took care of school for me. I was like, what? While I'm not hurting financially and am happy where I am in life, um, but but come on, I worked my behind off to go to college, got loans and and finally close to paying them off. And my parents just paid for my sister's college education. I'm mad about this. So, Uncle Steve, I can't decide if it makes me angry or hurts my feelings more. Do I bring it up? Mm. No, you don't have to bring it up. Your parents knew that your sister wasn't you. If your parents treated all their children equally and the same, your sister probably wouldn't even be in college. Because your sister don't have the same makeup that you have, and they recognize that. Mm-hmm. So they paid it for it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, just understand and thank God that you are who you are. And don't just, and don't and don't and don't, and don't get mad because your blessing is you you had the skill set and the mindset to do it. Now you're gonna block your blessing by hating because she got because because they paid for her what? So mm-hmm. she is not the, you. And the and parents the recognize it. Mm-hmm. They both have a college education. Yeah. You know, that's the blessing, too. You know? You no almost got, got these it. loans paid off, mm-hmm. and you did it yourself. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. So instead that's of being mad much. at your parents, be proud of yourself. Thank God for that he bought you through. Wow, it's amazing that's how right. people block the blessing by looking at, instead of looking at what you have, you focus on what you don't have. Yeah, you they don't look the at blessing. it that way. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good point. All right. 
Great advice. Thank you. So don't bring it up, please. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so you know winter weather is here. It's here, and that can win a weather, baby. Win a weather. You better say <laughs> that. That's not anyway, what I said. Go ahead, Shirley. <laughs> yeah, sure. I didn't understand. But it now. can leave go your ahead. nose a little red. You know, if you have the sniffles or a cough or whatever. You know, a little red like Rudolph. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Puffs lotion provides soothing relief instead. How about that? Puffs has lotion to help soothe your blows and pillowy softness. I love that pillowy softness to help rescue your nose. So when cold and flu season give your nose the blues, make sure you reach for Puffs Plus Lotion Tissues, okay? Because a nose in need deserves Puffs indeed. It is sponsored by Puffs Plus Lotion Tissues. They got pillow lotion? Mm-hmm. That's pillow lotion. <laughs> I know. That's I like soft. that pillowy softness. Yeah, it's uh-huh. so soft on your nose. On your yeah. nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot can of I put it on my elbows too? Like if they ask you, can I do that? I mean, <laughs> do your elbows I- get cold and flus? Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 but you know what else is good too? Allergies. Uh-huh. Allergies, not mm-hmm. just winter. Allergies. Uh-huh. So that's a good look. Thank yeah, you, Puffs, because you know your nose. Pillowy softness, baby. Pillowy softness. All right. I like anything. Thank you, guys. Pillowy. I'm a pillowy type of person. I love You're a pillowy, pillowy softness type of guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Coming up next, <laughs> we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather spend New Year's Eve without your phone or without someone to kiss at midnight? Oh, Which one? Phone. Yeah, you, you can have that phone. Yeah. Uh, what? You had it. You got <laughs> somebody. Uh, yeah. No, I need to get it at twelve oh one now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In the new year, it's a new yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nah. Steve, mm-hmm. you didn't answer. Yeah, I need somebody. I don't care about that phone. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. That's what All I right, know about long flights. Ain't no. I don't, I don't ask flight attendant. Do you have Wi-Fi? No. Hell no. Can't nobody call me. No. Yeah. <laughs> would, would you rather a real Christmas tree or an artificial one? Real like or real fake? trees? I love real trees. Uh huh. Okay. What about love you guys, Junior? Uh, oh, I ain't never had no real tree in my life. Uh uh-uh. uh. We ain't get them. Oh, you always have fake. Oh, our tree been fake. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Yes. Well, they're pretty, right? The decorated oh, yeah, they nicely. Nice. Oh, uh-huh. My daddy made it feel like it was real. He said he bought it. It was real when he bought it. So, <laughs> all, so Deb Lee told me. Hey. <laughs> he said it was real. Yeah. yeah. My daddy didn't play that. Don't how play that, it. How is a fake tree? What is you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> it's in here. Right. Oh, you, you, yeah, you think that tree in your imagination? <laughs> all right. Would, when your spouse is leaving the house, would you rather be kissed goodbye or left to sleep? Which one? When she's leaving. Oh, if I'm asleep? Mm-hmm. You want her to oh, kiss you? Oh, go on, do what you got to do. I'll kiss you when yeah. you get back. I, oh, don't wake don't you wake up? Don't wake me up uh-huh. for that. No, no. I'm not going to say nothing. I've I recused myself from this question. <laughs> You're not a judge. <laughs> it's not a trial. Oh, well, it's just well, a I heard Uncle Steve said yesterday, I recused myself. Yeah, uh-huh. I can't do that, Julie. <laughs> yeah. You can't, not, would you rather? Trouble. Oh, yes, I can. 
Oh, I know all her people listening. Oh, no. I'm not going to say what I'd rather do. No. You rather? It's just simple. Would you rather for her to let you sleep or give I'd you rather a kiss let, her, let me sleep, but she wakes me up every morning to kiss me when she's going to work. Don't uh-huh. wake me up for that. <laughs> all right. Would you rather know what you're going to get for Christmas or would you rather be surprised? I'm not finna get a damn thing. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> That's your surprise. I knew. Man, y'all and don't wake me up for that either. <laughs> you think I didn't know that bike was wrapped? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Ask me what I want so I don't be hurt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> it's real simple what I want. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you want? What, is it, what you want? A watch. Oh, oh you God. all I want. Find oh, watch. No, your watch me. different though. Oof. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't give me no watch. Different. Well, Marjorie know what to do though. She she ain't never missed. She, she does. So she do too much though. Sometimes I'll be going. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up at forty nine minutes after, it's our last break, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day on this Tuesday. Steve? You have some closing remarks for us. I know you do. Yeah. You know, I want to remind everybody of something that God created us all for greatness. All of us were created in his likeness. All of us were created to be an example of what God can do in people's lives. We were all created for this. What happens along the way is we make decisions because God gave us the power of choice. We make decisions that people, as people, that counteract what God really intended for us. And one of the reasons we counteract what God intended for us is because the devil's main job, the opposition, is to not allow you to reach your potential. See, the devil don't ever want you to reach your potential because then he'll have another child of God out there spreading the word and showing off and being an example of what light can do and what love can do and what the power of prayer can do. So his job is to make each and every one of us fall by the wayside. That's his constant mission in life, to make us think we're not worthy, to make us think we can't, to make us think it ain't possible, to make us look at our environment, to make us feel like, well, it's because I'm this, I can't be that. Ain't none of that true. None of that is true. I bought a book the other day by Joel Osteen uh, because I was listening to him over the weekend and he sent this, he was talking about his new book called Next Level Thinking. And I bought the book and because I constantly try to reinforce myself, as successful as you may think I am, I still have a ways to go. And I will always try to improve myself. And people like Joel Osteen, Bishop Jakes, Bishop Alma, Bishop Gettys down there in North Carolina, my boy. You know, it's a lot. Charles Jenkins up in Chicago. 
it's a lot of dudes, man, that call me to make sure I'm okay. Check in on me. Tyler, check in on me. Dr. Phil, check in on me. I got a lot, a lot of people check in on me, man, make sure I'm okay. Uh, I was reading his book because it's just, I just needed some more information. And one of the things we I had learned from his book, in the first chapter, the title of his chapter is Be a Barrier Breaker. Be a Barrier Breaker. And throughout the book, it just talks about your surroundings, your environment. That because you're from a family where ain't nobody never made it out, don't mean that you have to not be one of those, that you have to be one of those and not make it out. Because you come from a hood that don't have a whole lot of millionaires made from that hood, that don't mean that you can't be a barrier breaker and be one of the millionaires from the hood. Just because nobody on your block ever went to college don't mean you can't be the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever went to school. You the first one. Maybe nobody in your family ever became a supervisor at a post office or the FedEx or UPS or any place else. Don't mean that you can't. You can become a barrier breaker. But see, what a lot of us do is we get so immersed in our environment that we adapt to our environment and we must, we act like this is it. Well, if God had wanted me to be rich, I'd have been born rich. What? What did you say? I heard a guy say that. If God had wanted me to be rich, I would have been born rich. So let me ask you something, brother. All these people that have gone from poverty to riches, what was their excuse? Or what mindset did they use to become a barrier breaker, to break the barrier of poverty, to become well off? I chose to be a barrier breaker. I knew what my family was. I love my family dearly and still do. But what my family had, I didn't want. As much as I love my mother and father, what my father was and how hard I saw him work, I didn't want that. I wanted something else. Now, do I appreciate the work ethic he put in me? Most certainly do. Did I appreciate the faith and the fear of God that my mama put in me? Oh, I most certainly do. But I didn't want to be the one sitting at the church on the usher board. I, I didn't want that. I didn't want to work as hard as my father and make the same money as my father. I wanted to something else. I wanted to be a barrier breaker, a barrier breaker. And one of the things he talked about in the book is that so often we let our environment and how we were raised and uh, other people's expectation of us set limits in our life. He was saying that we adapt to what's around us. So what he said in the book, I wanted to share with you all. In the book, he said that if you take an oak tree seed, the seed of an oak tree, and you plant this seed from this oak tree in a two foot pot, that oak tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in that pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, but because of the environment is in. Did you hear what I just said? There is nothing wrong with you. The problem is your environment. If you stay in the environment, you'll never grow. But you can choose to become a barrier breaker and get out of any environment that you're in. 
You can escape poverty. You can escape the hood. You can escape bad thinking people. You can escape the dope game. You can become non-addicted to drugs. You can stop being an alcoholic. You can stop with God's help. If you take an oak tree seed and you plant it in a two-foot pot, that tree will never become what it was created to be if you leave it in the pot. Not because there's something wrong with the seed, but because the environment is in. You got to change your environment. You fine. You got the seed. You got everything you need to grow. You did? Those are my closing remarks. Mm. Drop it, baby. Drop it. Yes, sir. Gotta get out that environment, man. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.